0: Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today.
2: On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hour two of the show requires your involvement. Who are the players currently on Nebraska football's roster? that you view as building blocks. We've got Augie in on the text line already. We'll get to those names on offense, defense, and special teams, but let us know your thoughts at 402-464-5685 or on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. I'm Austin Norman. He is Jake Bakoven. Here talking some Husker football to lead off hour two. Don't forget the, the standing offer is if you come down and you buy Bach a of beer, uh, you get 10 entries if it's before uh, 4 o'clock so in the next 50 minutes or so. You get four entries then uh, after four o'clock. Uh, yeah, first person gets 10. Anyone before four o'clock gets four. And then after that, it's one or two entries to win the, the cowboy hats. not sparkly, but it's workmanlike. You got the, the rope cord around it, the, the rope drawstring. It's red with the white end on the front. It's a killer hat. Get your way down here, buy Bach a beer, maybe an Uber ride, too, if there's too many of you and you're just the automatic (laughs) winner. Um, And that's how we'll give that hat away, uh, probably during old schools when that winner will be announced. All right, Bach, we turn our attention to the transfer portal for Husker football, but who does Nebraska need to keep out of the transfer portal? Who are those building blocks for this Nebraska football team? Would you like to start on offense or defense? Uh, let's
3: start on defense, I think, because offense is a...
2: <laughs> Give me some time to think. <laughs> All right, so here's the list that I came up with on defense in terms of building blocks. Now, guys that aren't on my list include Ty Robinson and Nash Hutmaker. They're back, right? They're not entering the transfer portal, barring something incredibly unforeseen. I'm talking freshmen, and sophomores, maybe juniors that haven't seen the field a whole lot. The guys that if they went in the transfer portal with some unrealized potential would hurt, a la Ernest Hausman, mm, that sort absolutely. of departure. Maybe Casey Rogers to some degree. Um, but on defense, going level by level, I come up with four defensive linemen. Your two freshman All-Americans and Cameron Lenhart, Princewell, and Mon I come up with Riley Van Poppel, who made some nice plays, and Maverick Noonan, who was flashing in fall camp before he suffered the knee injury. Moving back a level or a level and a half, I think Javen Wright is a guy you really want to keep around. Um, regardless of this, of if Isaac Gifford stays or goes, Javen Wright's a playmaker. It really came on by the end of the year. I think he's a guy you want to invest more and more time into and get him into a starring role. And then in the defensive backfield, I think Malcolm Hartzog's a guy that was up and down this year, but has shown the the talent and the potential. I like having him around. And then your two safeties, Deshaun Singleton and Marquise Buford. So those are the seven guys or eight guys that I have listed as the building blocks for Nebraska football on defense. That's interesting. I, I think another
3: one that I might throw in there is Makai Bayer. I know he came okay. on early on in the season, but especially at linebacker, where you've got some you got some question marks. If John Bullock doesn't return, um, obviously you're losing uh, Luke Reimer. Nick Henrich is calling it a career. Um, that'd be another one I, I would I would start to worry about depth there. I mean, he played enough that I, I think that he's you know good enough to be in there. And then I don't know if you mentioned Jamari Butler. I, I think that he should be probably a name to that Nebraska, I mean, he entered the transfer portal one time, came back to Nebraska, um, really feel like he's due for a pretty good season with all the other defensive linemen and, um, you know, the, you know, playing from that Jack linebacker spot. I, I could see him have a big year and I wouldn't want to see that wasted away or quite frankly done somewhere else if he entered the transfer portal. Uh,
2: Jamari Butler was a, a tough cut from my list. I, I, I get it. I just, I'm not as sold on him as I am the rest of the guys. I think Nebraska could make up for him more easily than some of the other guys. But Augie on the text line, 402-464-5685, agrees with you. The two guys that he says from defense are Cam Lenhart and Jamari Butler. The idea of Jamari Butler and the idea of Javen Wright, I think they're similar stories at different positions. I think you like the potential of both of those guys that had far and away their best seasons at Nebraska this year. Anyone to keep them around. Definitely think they can be playmakers. Anyone on special teams do you think is a, a, an absolute surefire keeper? <sighs> no, not after this year. I mean, I,
3: I think you absolutely love the the, uh, the upside in the story of Tristan Alvano. Um, and you wouldn't want to see him go anywhere. It's, it's nothing like that. I just don't know if he played at a level to a point that you're going, well, that's, unreplaceable. Now he did hit a 55 yarder. Mm-hmm. Um, So the leg is, that's going to be kind of tough to replace if, if they did lose him. Um, And then I just, I, I, I think he had an up and down punting year. So, and then nothing really special out of the, the, the <laughs> kick return. So I wouldn't even, I wouldn't say so.
2: And it was that, that's probably just reflective that the special teams didn't have a very good year. They did not. I still think you want to keep Alvano around. I think he's on the drew Brown trajectory struggle a bit as a freshman, get better as a sophomore, essentially Mr. Reliable as a junior and a senior. So I think you you keep Tristan Alvano around as long as you can. Let's have the, the conversation then on offense. I would say as well, Tony White getting him back as defensive coordinator, at mm. least to this point, um, definitely counts as a building block. So I'm going to throw Tony White in that conversation. Going level by level on the Nebraska offense. To me, again, Ben Scott not on this list because he's, He's essentially back, said he's back, not a a risk under the transfer portal, I don't believe. There's one guy on the offensive line that I think is absolutely for sure a building block. It's not Bryce Benhart, who plays some of the best football of his Nebraska career this year. It's not Teddy Prochaska, who was solid once he came on from injury. It's not Turner Corcoran, who got hurt during the year. To me, the one building block for the future is Justin Evans Jenkins. Thrust into a backup role at guard, where you know, a lot of guards and centers do cross-train. They get both positions down. Evans Jenkins recruited as a center, but moved to guard to to back up uh, Piper and even Norini Wheely at some points in time. I thought Justin Evans Jenkins held up pretty well along that offensive line. I think he's going to be ready to take over for Ben Scott at center, but does that kind of interior swing piece I saw enough good things from Justin Evans Jenkins that I like having him around just the guy to build around on that offensive line.
3: Absolutely. I think as far as young guys go, um, he would make sense there. Teddy Broska still has a lot of upside. I don't know if he completely has lived up or come back from the injuries. It's hard to say lived up. He dominated against Northwestern once, and then we all kind of freaked out about it and got <laughs> right. really excited about it. For what it's worth, Dominic Raiola, I think, came in and said, you know, he looks like a guy that's on that trajectory. And so you kind of believe in, you know, what <laughs> Dominic Riola would say. Um, So, I mean, I'd agree with you. I think Justin Evans Jenkins is probably at the top of that list. I do think Bryce Binhart's played his way into a conversation of, you know, finally being like, that's a tackle you want to have return Mm -hmm. in the Big Ten. He's been a question mark uh, for years, and he's finally kind of getting there. So, um, you know, I know it's always hard with the building block.
4: You know how to book flights and hotels. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune into the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today
3: conversation because
2: at what point do guys age out <laughs> of, of being a building block well, um the age is why i kept ben hart out of that conversation right, yeah. he's, he's probably not going anywhere else and right. he can't be around for multiple years anymore yeah
3: so yeah i would agree justin evans Jenkins would probably be my pick there also interested in, in henry lotofsky who okay. rotated uh with uh with nord and Willi and now that spot's going to open up for him. I think he <laughs> would be the your first pick probably to take that other guard spot. So um interested there. Not quite building block level, but I, I, I just tracking him through, you know, leading up to the start of next season,
2: I believe I would pencil him as your other starter. Two guys that I left off my list on the offensive line, Gunnar Gatula and Sam Sledge, got good reviews in spring ball. And then again, in the fall, I just don't know about those guys how well they would hold up in the Big Ten so I think they can be but having not seen them I'm willing to give them you know that time to develop behind the scenes not force them into playing time when they're not ready for it do you have a building block on the roster at quarterback
3: I don't think so I mean it is tough Purdy's the closest thing to it Harburg won five games I think both of them (laughs) it's hard to say because they're both kind of developmental um, but but uh, have a winner. <laughs> there we go. Somebody buying some beer or something. Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I think that's why we're out in the transfer portal. I mean, if <laughs> we, we're just honest about it, you've got guys with a little bit of potential, guys with starting experience, but not enough shown that most Husker fans have faith in them even to start you know, next year. So I, I wouldn't say so.
2: Uh, Yeah. Brad on the text line said he thinks Chubba is that building block. Again, Chuba was better than what Nebraska has. I think there's potential to be a division one starting quarterback there. I just don't know if it's at Nebraska. It, again, being better than what Nebraska showed in the first 10 games does not necessarily mean you are a great quarterback, right? So I am, I'm fine. If Chuba Purdy is around, I like him as a backup and a spot starter. But if Nebraska is relying on Purdy as the starting quarterback next year because either they didn't get someone from the transfer portal or their desired target gets injured, not feeling too great.
3: Well, and it's interesting, too, because how much does that conversation change? I know you only play the results, but three game winning drive, potentially all turnovers at the Mm -hmm. end of them. The Wisconsin one kind of had to throw it up. So that one doesn't count as much against him. Um, but maybe take two Maryland, of those. You take two of those <laughs> away. Nebraska wins those games. All of a sudden, Chubba Purdy might be... They might be not going after one to $2 million quarterbacks. They might be just going after some competition for Purdy. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. Um, but any he, any he, and he showed flashes. I, I'm still not completely convinced Wisconsin on, on the big run play, like thought that he had that type of speed. So a little bit of it is just kind of getting tape out there on himself. But... Mm-hmm. um,
2: I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite put him in building block. I have a little potential to be there. Travis and Dalton uh, have thrown out uh, some questions on the quarterback position. We'll get to those in a little bit here. Another guy that both Brad and Augie throw out at the wide receiver position that was on my list is Jalen Lloyd. I think he's just a different type of receiver than you see in the Big Ten a lot. Not a huge guy, um, tall and lean, but can really run. We saw that with the three touchdowns of 50-plus yards for Jalen Lloyd this year. Um, I think he's a guy that brings a different element to Big Ten defenses that they don't see a whole lot. I'll throw Malachi Coleman in that conversation just because I don't want to let those traits walk out the door necessarily. Both those guys have room to grow as wide receivers. But I think if Nebraska goes and gets a you know true wide receiver one out of the transfer portal and can let those guys kind of develop as wide receiver two and wide receiver three before stepping into lead roles in 2025... I want both those guys on my roster next year. Well, and that's
3: interesting. I agree with you. I think those are both building blocks, guys. You're very excited about uh, again Malachi less for what he showed on the on, on the on the film or on the on the field as what Jalen Lloyd did. I mean, Jalen Lloyd's <laughs> really exciting because he's he's your home run threat is stepping <laughs> on the field, obviously as we saw this past year. But if he can develop more of that game, and then you have to worry about more that opens up the home run a little bit more. So, I mean, I'm really excited about his future. Um, but I just kind of what you said, I, I also, I'm, I'm interested cause I know some people and in coach Rule has kind of talked about the developmental part of this program, that's where they are and you want to kind of get there, but they have had their th- leading receiver, uh, out of the portal the last three years being a one year guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a bad plan again this year, like you're saying. And I don't, I don't know if it's, you know, until you kind of get your system, your guys mm-hmm. in. I don't see it as such a bad thing for Nebraska to do at multiple positions at this point because that's just where you are in college football now. It's no longer sit and wait till year three and four of having your guys and developing mm-hmm. them and slowly bringing them up. It's, hey, if we want to win now, go in and get what you can out of the portal, have those other guys get their playing time, and, and develop along the way as well. Um, but I, the wide receiver position certainly is one that is, that makes the quarterback conversation even more interesting because they've got some young pieces there Um, but some would argue they don't have enough proven pieces that it (laughs) would like make quarterbacks want to come in. So um, a lot of promise there, and it's interesting to see where those guys go in their sophomore season. How big of a jump can you have? Because often they say the biggest jump is from freshman to sophomore season.
2: For sure. Um, Anyone in the tight end room for you that's a building block? (sighs) I think Fedoni is probably
3: past the building block stage, like, like already uh, cemented as one of your big time players there. So I wouldn't say so. I mean, it just kind of depends on how you view him. Certainly if you (laughs) don't kind of put him there, he played that way early in the season, kind of faded as the season went on. Um, So you could even argue (laughs) that, you know, you haven't seen the best of Thomas Fedoni. And I hope that you haven't. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I guess I could talk myself into saying Fedoni, but I already I always kind of just feel like, like he's already in place.
2: I didn't say Fedoni with the the rumors that are being out there and with just one year of okay production. I don't think there's much behind him. So I think it's nice if you get him back. Um, But I I wouldn't necessarily say he's someone I'm depending on to be a lead weapon for this Nebraska team. At running back, I said Emmett Johnson. I don't think he's the guy that Nebraska would want to depend on as a workhorse. I've been team get a running back out of the transfer portal. If you're in Nebraska, basically since the off season began, but I like the idea of Emmett Johnson as kind of a home run threat. I don't think we saw the best of Emmett Johnson yet. I think he's a good enough runner, a versatile enough runner that we saw in this limited, you know, playing time that he did get to say, "Hey, yeah, there's something there. Let's try to keep that guy around and develop him." Yeah, especially. I mean, he had
3: a couple drives there toward the end, um, and he's not a big guy, but you know, 5'11, to be able, one ninety, yeah, five eleven is kind of kind, I think too. Uh, but he's able yeah. to. Uh, he was he was able to break some tackles and some of those final drives and get Nebraska in a position to win the game. Um, and that's what you want to see—a guy that's like better as the game goes on. He's like yeah, not physically too imposing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I like you want to see them maybe add something maybe that other aspect to it. Somebody that will kind of kind of grind you down. Maybe Gabe Irvin can be that back coming off of injury. I don't think you want to put all your eggs in that basket at this point. But certainly as a young prospect. Um, and and already haven't seen him play. Emma Johnson certainly is is a guy that you would you would not want to see get out of this program.
2: Let's take a break. We'll call up Andrew Alex of Twenty Four Seven Sports. Get some uh, insight from the ACC championship game. Florida State being left out of the college football playoff. We'll talk that and more with our man uh, on the inside in Blacksburg when we get back.
0: Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune into the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today.